Welcome to Recover Strong, a podcast that will transform your recovery from an eating disorder by helping you go from theory to practice to mastery. This is your special time to learn new skills, tools, and get the inspiration you need to recover strong. Let's get started. Good morning, warriors. Time to start your day. I'm your host, Jessica Flint. I'm the founder and CEO of Recovery Warriors, a wisdom sharing platform for all people impacted by an eating disorder. Recovery Warriors provides resources and support to heal your relationship to food, body, mind, and soul. I believe recovery is not only possible, but it is worth it. That is why Recover Strong exists, to help you see and connect to the potential that lies within you to find freedom from an eating disorder. Today, I'm here with a book review of an amazing book that has been a source of inspiration for me that I think could be uh, helpful for you to at least know some of the core concepts of this book. It's called The Psychology of Hope. The book is called The Psychology of Hope by Dr. C.R. Snyder, Charles Richard Snyder. Now, he goes by Rick, so we'll be calling him Dr. Rick Snyder throughout this podcast. And he was an American psychologist who was one of the pioneers of the positive psychology movement. In fact, he literally wrote the textbook on positive psychology with one of his protégés, Shane Lopez, who studied beneath him for many years and also wrote an amazing book on hope called Making Hope Happen, which is another recommendation of mine. But today we're going to be really diving into what Dr. Rick Snyder uh, wanted to share in this seminal book, The Psychology of Hope. Now, this book we're covering today, as I mentioned, is called The Psychology of Hope. And I love the tagline for it. It's, uh, you can get there from here. So the psychology of hope, you can get there from here. You can get from a slump to the top of a mountain. You can get from where you're at to where you want to be. And I, that's how I love to phrase it when I, you know, when I'm teaching people is to really kind of see, uh, that there's this point where you're at. I like to call it point A, literally like where you're at A, point A, and where you want to be, point B. The way for you to get there is is really shaped through the decisions you make. Thousands and thousands of decisions in which we think about, or we think about and we navigate to get from point A to point B. Healing is not a passive thing. So in order for you to actually get to where you want to be, you need to make decisions that are going to help you get there. That's ultimately how it happens. And that's why indecision can feel so painful because indecision is essentially keeping you where you're at. So you can't get from where you want to be, point B, from where you're at. So let's just say that. I'm going to say it one more time. There is hope. (laughs) That's what we're talking about today. Uh, The Psychology of Hope walks us through, the book walks us through three key facets of hope. So they break it down into goals, willpower and what he calls way power and it also takes a look at why does it matter like why does hope matter how does it develop from infancy to adulthood and how can we lose it so how do we actually lose hope right you've had oh i lost hope i'm hopeless and more importantly how can we improve it how can we uh continue to refine our hopes we we have this more empowered view of our life and what we are capable of doing now let's start off with the definition of hope 
and we're gonna we're gonna base this off years and years and years of research that Dr. Rick Snyder did. He's the leading researcher in hope that we are learning from today. And he says, quote, hope is the sum of the mental willpower and way power that you have for your goals. So quick breakdown there. That's end quote. Hope has three components, goals, willpower, and way power. And I'll be talking about all three of these throughout this show. So first, you need to have goals. You need to have a target. You need to have something you want to aim towards in life, something that you're aiming at. And it needs to be challenging and doable. So what do you want to see in your life? Bring front and center something that you want to see in your life, a goal that you have. And the main point here is that high hope people have goals. Okay, remember that. Second, you need to know what willpower is. Now, willpower, because this is the other part of the component in the equation of hope is willpower. It's that spark of belief in yourself and your ability to bring that goal to life. High hope people have strong willpower. They believe in themselves and their ability to bring that goal to life. I see that this is where often people need the most uh, refining and in this way of kind of feeling like, you know, can I even do it? Do, is it even possible? Uh, and it is possible. So I want you to remember that and, and just know that when you're feeling hopeless to check in and, and look at that personal agency, you know, do I believe I can, can do this? Let's see what he says here, a quote about willpower is, quote, willpower is the driving force in hopeful thinking. It is the sense of mental energy that propels the person toward the goal. Willpower, as I use this term, is a reservoir of determination and commitment that we can call on to help move us in the direction of the goal to which we are attending at any given moment. End quote. I love that. It's a reservoir of determination and commitment. Perseverance, right? So this is totally this aspect of willpower. It's this indomitable will uh, that, that will not stop. It will not let something stop it in the pursuit of, of what it wants. Now, the next thing that Dr. Rick Snyder uh, talks about, so we covered goals, willpower, and the third is way power. So you need to have that clear goal right? The goal plus that spark of, I can do this. I can do this. Do you guys want to know a quick side note? I, I created an app called Rise Up uh, back when I first started Recovery Warriors. This was like my initial start of getting into the eating disorder recovery world and helping uh, people. And so I got this idea of doing an app and I, I followed the, 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 the idea and made it a goal and, and, and made it happen. And the initial name for the app, I don't think I've really shared this. The initial name for the app was going to be, yes, I can, <laughs> explanation point. <laughs> I went, ended up going with the, the word rise up. But this concept of like, I can do this. Yes, I can. So powerful. And yeah, you need to know that. So way power. So you know this, right? Okay, I got my goal. Yes, I can do this. Sometimes I may doubt myself, but I got it. I can do this. Then 
You need to know that you will run into obstacles that will require you to create multiple pathways to achieve your goals. Now, this is what's called wave power. I like to call it stay power, that you will hit obstacles and you will need to find other avenues to pursue a plan A, a plan B, a plan C, all the way down to a plan Z if necessary in order to achieve your goals. Dr. Rick Snyder says, quote, Waypower reflects the mental plans or roadmaps that guide hopeful thought. Waypower is a mental capacity we can call on to find one or more effective ways to reach our goals. That is to say, the perception that one can engage in planful thought is essential for waypower thinking. End quote. So again, hope has three components. Goals, willpower, and waypower. You need to know what you want, believe you can get it, and be willing to explore different ways to get from here to there, from your point A of where you're at to your point B of where you want to be. Now, Rick's protege, Shane Lopez, he wrote the book Making Hope Happen years after this book, The Psychology of Hope, was released. And he kind of changed a bit of the formula. So I'm going to mention because I actually kind of like Shane's words better. So (laughs) sorry, Rick. Uh, But he says it's goals. So both have the same goals. And Shane uses the word, Dr. Shane Lopez uses the word agency instead of willpower. Oh, for me, like willpower has kind of been corrupted over the years because of like dieting industry and like you got to have more willpower. So for some reason, I think I kind of have a negative association with that word. So I like agency because agency is your personal power. You know, it's your, it comes from that source of like your autonomy, your personal power, your agency. So goals, agency, and then instead of way power, he uses the word pathways. And I also like that because I'm more of a visual person. So goals, agency, and pathways are another way, if, if that's easier for you to remember. Uh, so that is from the book, Making Hope Happen. And in the book, The Psychology of Hope, he uses the words goals, willpower, and way power. What is an important, meaningful, challenging, and doable goal for you right now? And Whatever his goal is, I want you to press pause, think about it, give yourself a little moment to reflect. What is a meaningful, challenging, and doable goal for you right now? Now, first, do you believe you can achieve it? Right? You got to believe it to achieve it. <laughs> so that's your willpower. So how's your willpower? Scale one to 10. How, how, how much do you believe that you can achieve it? Maybe not right away, but yet you can ultimately believe at some point in time that you can achieve it. So this belief that you can make your dream happen. It's not just for other people, it's for you. So according to Dr. Rick Snyder, he says, quote, one common low willpower reaction to impediments involves a surprise thought such as, oh my God, this can't be happening. This sort of thought propels the person into an aversive emotional turmoil. If you find yourself constantly being surprised by the barriers you encounter, realize that life throws impediments in all of our paths. So don't wallow in self-pity and assume that you alone come on such obstacles. End quote. 
this is such a common, right? Like what? Like, I can't believe this happened. Especially if you have a longer period where, you know, you're doing well and it's just like, oh my gosh, uh, insert shame, insert anger, insert disappointment, all the emotions that don't feel good. Uh, and you know, then you can think, right? Shame thrives in, in secrecy, isolation, and, and judgment. And so a lot of times this, this low willpower reaction is allowing shame to really take over. And it's important to remember in these times that you are not alone. This concept of common humanity, which is a component of self-compassion, is this happens to everyone. You're not the only person to run into this roadblock, this specific roadblock that you're facing. And it's important to just understand that, like, it's not a defect in me. This is something that happens to to other people. This is this is hard. This is an obstacle. So, on the path to any challenging yet doable goal, we will face obstacles. Period. That's just a given. Full of obstacles. There's another book I love by uh, Ryan Holiday called The Obstacle is the Way. And I love that book. It's more based on Stoic philosophy. This idea that, you know, it's okay that we hit obstacles. I would actually say that these, to expect them, and that they're indicators, not that something's wrong, but signs that something's right. Because they mean that you are out of your comfort zone that you are actually taking steps out of your comfort zone, it's you're getting better, right? We do not grow inside of our comfort zone. Really, the where we, we excel is when we allow ourselves to push the limits of our comfort zone. So whenever we hit these obstacles, that's often like, whoops, I kind of stepped out of my comfort zone and, and that's that's what happens. Uh, and just to just know, obstacles, period, they're gonna happen. Okay. So back to that meaningful, challenging, and doable goal for you. We covered the willpower. Are you able to make it through these obstacles and know, okay, I got this, I can do this. Still hard, but I got this. Now let's let's investigate your way power. Are you able to see that there are multiple pathways you can take to achieve this goal? So perhaps, you know, you you got excited, you were full of passion, you came up with an idea about how you're going to get to your goal, and then you found that it didn't work. And therefore, you're flooded with doubt. You are, you start to feel hopeless, right? Hopeless because I don't have any other ways to achieve my goal. Not true, right? If we have way power, stay power, you don't just lie there defeated on the ground. You rise up and you find another way. This is the multiple pathways. You need to believe in your capacity to generate one or more routes to your goal. If you think about getting to the top of a mountain, there's multiple pathways to the top of the mountain. I will say a common denominator I see with my students who go through the programs and that have successful results. And I'm not gonna like, I don't wanna isolate people who don't because I think there's always different timing. Once again, you go through a program, I've done programs before and haven't even like touched them. Like hand up so high on that. But I've also gone through programs where I rocked them. So it's like sometimes the timing is off in your life and you just don't really get the results. But one common denominator I do see in people who are able to accelerate through a program and see more of that transformation is this idea of hope. And they were willing to learn new things and unlearn old things. That's an, 
really important part, right? Let's get rid of the old and, and let in the new. But in, a, in addition to that, just knowing that you're not alone can help you stay connected and keep that way power going, that stay power and that willpower. You know, I can do this and I'm going to continue to do this no matter how long it takes me. So to boil it down, I think it's uh, important to have a love of learning and personal growth. That really does match well with the research around hope. Uh, According to Dr. Rick Snyder, he says, quote, even though high hope people are goal directed, they enjoy the process of getting there as much as the actual arrival. This is one of the seeming paradoxes I initially had difficulty distangling when talking with high hope people. Goals certainly capture the attention of high hope people, but this largely seems to be true because such goals offer a marker for progress or mastery along the way, end quote. Ooh, I love that because I'm definitely a goal-oriented person and it's it's really not the actual goal. It's the It's everything that goes into getting to the goal. And research backs this, like there's across the board that working towards a meaningful life goal is one of the most important strategies for becoming lastingly happier. So uh, Dr. Rick Snyder, he actually encourages us to set challenging yet doable goals. So he describes this science of what's called goal stretching. He tells us, quote, goals should not be so far beyond your reach that you are unlikely to attain them. Conversely, goals should not be so easy that you are certain to meet them. In fact, research shows that people believe hopeful goals should involve roughly a 50% probability of attainment. Be careful not to set your goals at such an easy level, however, that you become bored or disinterested. Likewise, avoid making goals so difficult that you or anyone else would be unlikely to achieve them. This can be as deflating to hopeful thinking as the setting of exceedingly easy goals." End quote. Sometimes these goals, these unrealistic ones just out of the bank where you're just like trying to set this super high standard of a goal uh, can let you down. Other times you're like barely challenging yourself at all. You're not going to grow that way. All right. So that was a lot that we covered today. (laughs) We covered the science of hope broken down into three components that I hope you will remember. And whenever you're feeling hopeless, right? When you're like, I just don't know if I can do this. (laughs) Think about where, where can I improve in this equation? Goals, do I have a goal? Is it clear? Is Is it a, you know, not this vague goal, is it a clear goal? How's my willpower doing? How's my personal agency? Do I think I can do this? Yes, I can. And then your way power your multiple pathways. How many ways is it going to take me to get there? I will keep going until I find the way that works. When the going gets tough, the hopeful keep going. Okay? The hopeful keep going. So you keep going. You'll get there. And before I sign off on this show, I do want to uh, share one of my favorite quotes by Henry David Throw from his book Walden. And he says, quote, I learned this at least by my experiment, that if one advances confidently in the direction of his dreams and endeavors to live that life which he has imagined, he will meet with success unexpected in common hours. If you have built castles in the air, your work need not be lost. That is where they should be. Now put the foundations under them." 
Well, my warrior friend, thank you for having the discipline to listen in. If you found this episode helpful and know somebody in recovery who could benefit from its inspiring message, please share this show with them. It would mean the world to us at Recovery Warriors if we can get our cause out to more people struggling with an eating disorder. So if what you heard today was helpful, share the show with another warrior or anyone on your treatment team. You can do this directly from your podcast player or send them over to recoverywarriors.com. We have a goldmine of free resources there for all stages of recovery. And until the next episode, may compassion light the path you are on and courage keep you on it. You totally got this, warrior. Warrior.